Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. You know, I think with, with Cam, it, it was a matter of not getting reps. Uh, you know, he missed quite a bit of training camp, and because it's like shooting free throws or any other athletic movement, if, if you've done it a million times, it's second nature, and we're certainly going to be taking a look at it and working on it. But I've personally never been a center. That's one area of uh, football I don't know a whole lot about. I think everyone that goes to play football here is going to have a pretty big microscope on them. So uh, that's just something I got to get used to. And I've kind of had to deal with that throughout high school. So I mean, I'm not worried about outside noises. It's just everything going on within the team and listening to what my coaches and trainers tell me. And that's what I'm going to be worried about. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, Nate Klaus. This segment of the Husker Online Show brought to you by Tanner Sports Bar and Grill with five locations in Omaha, one here in Lincoln. Get on into Tanner's Watch Nebraska, Colorado. They'll have it on all of their TV. So if you're not one of the tens of thousands that are going to be in Boulder, uh, Tanner's would be a great spot to, to post up all day and watch all the college football action. But you heard from Scott Frost, guys, uh, Nate Klaus, Robin Washett here. Um, about uh, Cam Jurgens and the center position for Nebraska and the struggles they had. And, you know, typically week two of the season, we're not talking about the center, but the center was a huge issue um, as far as the snaps, the timing of the snaps, the blocking, all of it was about as disastrous as you could really draw up for the first game. And, and all of a sudden, the microscope and the pressure now on Cam Jurgens, on Scott Frost, on this coaching staff has ramped up, and a lot of it had to do with maybe some of the snaps and plays by the center. Yeah, I mean, I think that was probably the most obvious misfunction of the dysfunction of uh, the offensive line, uh, and it really, I think, had a lot to do with some of Adrian's struggles because I think that was a an unexpected thing he had to adjust to, and it threw him off a little bit. Uh, and really kind of had a ripple effect uh, on, on the entire offense. And so uh, that clearly is right up there at the very top of the list of things that need to be addressed. They have to be addressed. If Cam Jurgens is going to be your starting center, he has to snap the ball, and he has to snap the ball consistently to where you are no, you're not a liability out there. And I guess the good news, um, you know, following up off that this week is, you know, uh, Mario Verdusco talked uh, and said that from what he's seen, there's only been like maybe one or two noticeably bad snaps from Jurgens, and otherwise he's been pretty consistent in putting it to where it needs to be. And he also noted that there were a couple times in that game uh, on Saturday where, where Adrian was jumping for the ball even though he didn't need to. The snap was actually okay, but because Adrian was just kind of, you know, rattled a little bit and, you know, expecting the, the ball to go anywhere, you know, he was jumping and throwing himself out of rhythm uh, regardless of the accuracy of the snap. So um, that is something that obviously, you know, they got to get that fixed before you can even begin to address all the other issues that are going on up front. Yeah, I mean, that's how the play starts, and, and I think it got into Martinez's head 
there. And, and you think about everything that he's got to be thinking about. He's got to have his eyes in the right spot, reading certain keys. He's got to have his footwork uh, be particular, you know, and, and, and be set up certain ways depending on what the play call is. And, and then all of a sudden when you're dealing with not knowing exactly what's going to happen with the snap before all that stuff can happen, I, I think it does get you out of a rhythm and probably started screwing with his head a little bit and, and you know, probably did miss some, some reads and, and his feet probably weren't in the right spot sometimes. And, um, so yeah, you hope that that's something that is that is completely corrected. And as you know, as far as Cam Jurgens goes, I, I've got faith that that he can do it, that he can correct it. He's a terrific athlete. He's been in the spotlight, and like you said, in the 15. open. Yeah, I mean, he's been he's had a lot of pressure on him before. Now, obviously, this is a new type of pressure. Uh, and that was his first game ever playing a brand new position on the offensive line in front of ninety thousand people. So I'm sure that had something to do with it too. But uh, you, you definitely want to see that that area or that problem be corrected heading into week two. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, Nate Klaus, and something else to watch this week will be the impact of Maurice Washington. Played just 15 snaps last week against South Alabama, was suspended for the first half. Um, we did find out this week that, um, shocker, his court date has been moved again uh, to October. Um, so can, they're continuing to kind of delay the process of that you know, Scott Frost in Nebraska, I think nationally on the outside, they've taken some flack for this decision, um, but I think there's much more to it. And a lot of these national people, in my opinion, aren't educated in everything that's gone on and what's going on with this whole story and situation. They just see a couple words in the story and they react. Um, and I have no doubt if, if there was a reason why he shouldn't be playing, Nebraska would have him on the bench right now. And um, I think he's going to make a big difference this week. Oh, yeah. without quite, He made a big difference as soon as he saw the field uh, in the third quarter. All of a sudden, they got, they got some production out of that running game. I and mean, we only carried the ball six times, but I think he had, what, like three or four fewer yards than Dedrick Mills on 15 carries. So uh, he is a instant impact playmaker. And as – uh, dynamic of a playmaker as they have on this offense. And so having him for a full four quarters uh, without question is going to provide a boost to that offense. But um, you know, to your point on the, the, the backlash Nebraska may have gotten, if it actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I know there were a couple uh, headline, clickbait headlines out there, you know, trying to, trying to drag Nebraska for, for playing him and some Alabama media, I know, tweeted some stuff about, um, you know, criticizing that, that decision to play him. But, the, you know, the reality is in Nebraska, it was in a very tough spot. And if they would have just gone with the mob and suspended him for week one, you were setting precedent. And uh, everyone, like you said, John, no one was shocked at that court date once again, as it has all spring and all summer, got pushed back once again. Uh, had they suspended him, then you have to basically suspend him all the way through October or October 15th or whatever it is. Uh, and so, I mean, you know, for a guy that hasn't actually been found guilty of anything, that's a pretty significant punishment for a felony that is really only a felony in the state of California. And he's basically being used as an example for this new law that just got put into place. And again, they're just charges. The I mean, two boys in the video. Yeah, who actually committed the crime. Were charged with misdemeanors. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, there's this whole thing uh, that uh, people forget about, about our, the American justice system is that you are innocent until proven guilty. And Maurice Washington has not been proven guilty on anything. And so for Nebraska to punish him for, as they predicted, uh, a significant part of a season, uh, I think would be unfair. And again, would set bad precedent that you would put yourself, um, you know, kind of handcuff yourself uh, if you were to just follow the mob right away. Yeah. And I'll agree. I mean, for the people outside of probably our, our market, uh, that, that just read the charges, it's, it sounds bad. It looks bad. 
Uh, but if you actually know more about the story, know more about what what the you know how how things played out or, or whatever, uh, I mean it's it's very it's a bizarre situation. The whole thing is is really kind of uncharted territory. Uh, like you said, Robin, it's a brand new law, and it's only a law in in California or or what I mean, it's a or California is one of only a few mm-hmm. states that even has that that type of law. So. Um, I mean, it's is not as bad as, as what it may look on the on the surface. So I'm not surprised that there's some national media that kind of jumped on that and it wanted to get some, you know, put some clickbait out there or whatever, or wanted to, to kind of have a hot take on on Nebraska winning at all costs or whatever you want to say. It's not like it. he posted it on YouTube. I mean, it, it, it's I mean, they're charging him like he, he was distributing. Yeah pornography which i mean it's way out of line i mean when you when you kind of delve into what it all is what he did was wrong but to, to have him be charged as a felony for this i mean it, it's in california's made a bigger deal out of this than it needs to be and now there's some pressure on them to deliver something on their side of the so this thing is not over yet by any means and it will be interesting to see um kind of what direction it takes next but guys when we come back we're going to talk about the black shirts they forced five turnovers last week in south alabama um, we'll get some thoughts on kind of the gains some of these guys made and maybe some questions we have now going out to Colorado. That's next here. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.